Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, fam, fam, fam. Hey, fam. Hey, Welcome hey, to hey, hey, fam. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, fam, fam. Hey, 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 fam. We need John Williams to score that for us. Like, yeah. we, we were off on the haze, we're off on the fams, guys. If you couldn't judge from the goddamn theme song, the goddamn ID3 tags attached to this download or anything, or what day of the year it is, uh, week, whatever. We just saw episode 7, one point one thirteenth of the time, something like that. Yeah. So, oh yeah, how many times do you plan to see it in the next like week? Um, between now and this time next week, there'll be three more. Officials, three more that's already been paid for. I mean, anything can happen between now and then. But guys, this is going to be a spoiler-filled episode uh it's basically mine and levin's pure un 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 like i can't even talk but yeah you know, yeah so, uh, um, no, angus is an emotional wreck he just spent the last two hours crying yeah and, for all um, the right reasons and then telling everybody how happy he was that they came with him yeah it was re- i felt like like i was like asked thanking you guys for coming to my funeral or something like i just kept <laughs> saying i'm glad you came here as if like i had any waiting on any weight whatsoever as to whether you'd see this film or not. <laughs> it was like, no, you were going to be there anyway. <laughs> but yeah, first of all, hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's a show about oh. Star Wars and two boys who fucking love Star Wars. This one's, yeah, all up Star Wars. If you if you want to hear any gags or any funny comedians, you download another episode. <laughs> um, actually, no, I, you know, I wanted to start it like Steel does. Oh, yeah? Like, hey guys, this is it. My, wait, 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 I'll do it again. Hey guys, my name's Andrew Levins and I do like Star Trek. <laughs> He will kill you for everything about that. Um, also, in a way, I, 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 I am, you know, I almost wanted to, I almost went to the Melbourne premiere just so I could be uh, part of that amazing whole cinema he's booked out. Sorry, the way I'm stuttering, Kitty is right now, my cat is on my Lego table for the first time. She always leaves it alone, but now she she's like Spanish dancing with the Millennium Falcon and all of its minifigs. It's very, um... It's very, uh, the force has awakened and it's awakened in this household. Uh, yeah, I would have loved to have been in Noc- the Knox Cinema with him and go to the recording afterwards. He was, you know, asked me to it, but you know what? If you can't uh, join him, beat him. So we're trying to do this episode as quick as we can. Yeah, the whole reason that this episode exists yeah. is because um, Steel, our beloved friend Steel, um, who runs Steel Wars, the podcast, um, Australia's biggest Star Wars podcast. I'd say so. He yeah. he had a massive event tonight in Melbourne post screening um the of uh, post screening of Force Awakens, which is probably like you know he is getting married this weekend, but equal first I'd like to say maybe tied to his uh, wedding and uh, seeing the Force Awakens for the first he's, time. He's been brag- bragging about getting the you know his episode up and being one of the first. Uh, Australian podcast, the yeah. first podcast about Star Wars Force Awakens mm. after he sees it. 
and we were like, well, maybe we should try and beat it. Yeah, maybe we should undercut them. You and, know, then, it's not like, and then we were walking to, to the cinema and we bumped into none other than Alexi Toliopoulos of like, our I could smell our rivals from a mile away. hated you know? podcast in Sydney, the Blank Slate Movie Podcast. Mm. And he was like, oh, Henry and I are going to see the movie and then we're going to review it and, talk, and put an episode up tonight. And we're like, oh, man, yeah, the yeah. pressure's on. So, the pressure's on. I mean, So it is like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Um, we should not even be talking, let alone recording our That's talking. That's right. Tech Guru Steve is trying to fall asleep after watching Star Wars with us. We just saw Force Awakens, uh, Angus yep. and myself, Angus's dad, uh, Angus's friend, Emmy, yep. and Stevie. Yep. And it was tech, like... Tech Guru Stevie. Also, we had dear friend uh, and, and supporter of the show, Kiko, a few seats away. Our beloved friend, Kiko. <laughs> and look, what a solid he did. He lined up and got our tickets for us, so we didn't have to. It was manic. I've never seen that many people in Fox Studios since people <laughs> thought that that was an actual theme park worth going to. Seriously, the last time I saw that many people there was when I saw Blink-182 four nights in a row in 2002. <laughs> like, it was packed. It was pandemonium. And look, you always see premieres in other countries, uh, you know, usually LA, let's be honest, LA and New York, and they have the full... My know, two favorite countries. Oh, man. They're, they're my favorite countries. <laughs> They're my two favorite planets. No, you, you know, in the States or London or Paris, you see, you know, they had, it's very hard, but there was like a huge tent you walk through on the way into this normally like dead cinema and they had all costumes, all props. There like, were like two, maybe three life-size replicas of BB-8. Yeah, there was just, just everywhere. Um, there was like a huge Kylo Ren outfit, like a model. There was a huge uh, Captain Phasma. Like, it was great. We went in, anyways, pandemonium. It was, it was heaving. It was heaving with anticipation. We ran into the cinema, <laughs> Levens. Oh my god! And my this dad. is such a great story. It's like a Star Wars. Story. So we've been waiting for this for this to come out. Um, it's it's been a ridiculous uh, week for me. I just kept checking my watch, and I'm yeah. just like, guys, it's twelve forty. We're in a line. Eleven forty. Eleven forty. We're in a line of maybe twenty, thirty people deep. Not only that, but, but there and, is, and there's, so there's, there's, there's about two hundred and fifty people lined up at the minimum, refreshments bar. Minimum. I really, really wanted a big BB-8 tin filled with popcorn. Will we get it? Well, you're going to have to listen to see what we did. But uh, I said, guys, look, I've been waiting for this. I don't want to be really selfish, but I'm going to go in now and take my seat. Okay. You guys should probably come in too. You and my dad, you know, guys were like, no, no, this will be fine. We're just going to... Anyway, I ran in. I'm texting. I'm like, okay, the first trailer. So there was no pre-roll or anything. We just got a trailer because we saw it in an IMAX cinema. And you've got to remember, IMAX cinemas don't have ads and stuff like the general, like, go get your house painted by these dogs. Because go, yeah, go, go eat Alibaba kebabs. Yeah. It's just because, like, you know, to make an ad in that size format, it probably costs way more than that business owns a year because it's such a huge fucking format. Anyway, first trailer came, Jungle Book. I'm like... Guys, okay, the lights are dimming. The first trailer's on. You're like, we're almost there. And I'm like, second we trailer. Like ten, there were 10 people in front of us at that point. And then two minutes later, I'm like, okay, second trailer. Batman vs. Superman. Eight like, people in front of us. Shit. And then I'm like, okay, it's actually starting now. And I was like, I was like, maybe like one, there was a one group of people ahead of me. Now, I don't know. I was expecting some warning, but we just got the Lucasfilm LTD. No fanfare, which I was shocked at. I mean, obviously, I wasn't expecting the Disney logo. Bob Iger said that's not going to happen. Still, this is going to be a no spoilers podcast, by the way. Um, no spoilers? I thought it said nothing but spoilers. Nothing but spoilers? Well, yes. Yeah. There you go. We're going to put in huge writing at the start. We've got to, we've got to get deep now. We've got to, we're not just going to spoil the film. We want to speak about... So, if you, if you haven't seen the film yet, download this and come back to it later. Fridge. Come back to it later, but we just, you know, if spoilers come out, so be it. We're not under uh, the, the right Honestly, state if you listen to HeyFam and you didn't go to a midnight screening <laughs> Shame on Star you. Wars Force Awakens, why do you listen to HeyFam? Shame on you. Uh, yeah, fanfare, boom. Then just straight to Blue Text, long time ago, 
then the, 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 the eight letters that make up my two favorite words, Star Wars. And while you we were watching this, I was you're outside in line, get buying popcorn in a bib in a Chewbacca tin. Now and a at this stage, cup. I'm completely drenched in sweat because I'm like. Because you're all throughout this Leverage whole year. going to miss the word. That's it. All He's year. going to miss the word. All year you've been like, you know, I really want to see this with you. This is going to be so big. My dad, who this time last year was very ill and I made a very selfish promise. I said, look, you've got to get better because we're going to see this movie together. All these people absent. <laughs> and it's like, shit. And then to top you that off. You just watching Star Wars alone. Well, no, Imagine trust me. just didn't enter the cinema. <laughs> I was like, is this a goof? Where's Ashton? <laughs> uh, but not, to top it off, I had a guy... Who was like seven foot in front of me, sitting in this in the row in front of me, huge bald, had nothing against bald people or big head, tall people or anything, but decided to really arch up. And I missed like a quarter of the whole screen. And this was an IMAX screen. <laughs> this was horrible. Anyway, I don't want to speak about that. But then the movie started. And then eventually you came in, you missed about three minutes, I think. And then it happened. We watched The Force Awakens together. Yeah, I got in there. I missed, yeah, I missed a couple of minutes, and and then, uh, but then, uh, and yeah, it throws we, you in there. Like it was crazy. I felt like, oh no, I'm not going to figure out what's going to go on, but I, I did figure it out pretty quickly. And then after the movie finished, <laughs> I'll jump forward to that. Yeah, jump forward. We may as well say that. Uh, now. Oh, he did get the the, the tins. Spoiler alert! I got, I got some amazing popcorn tins, and then I was a total cool dad who noticed that a bunch of idiots had left their twenty dollar popcorn tins just on the ground. So I um I now I'm the proud owner of about four. Differently Star Wars themed popcorn tins. And Just got a text from Alexi Tuliopoulos, guys. It doesn't sound like he's recording yet. Oh boy, we're going to be. going to get timestamp this. This is at uh, three forty six a.m. <laughs> I'm going to refresh their feed as well to see if they've uploaded anything. But anyway, so Force Awakens uh, finishes, and I, <laughs> I, I run out of. The, I, I like you know after scanning the ground for yep. uh, forgotten. Star Wars merchandise. I even got a box of Star Wars cereal for some reason. Look, we reason. left the wallets. We left the valuables. Yeah. We know you're coming back just for the them. Just the merch, you guys. We just wanted this priceless stuff. Um, and anyway, I, went to, I, went to, I went to cinema number one, and uh, they were screening it, a 2.30 screening. Yep. Which, so I just I, I called everyone in, and then I watched the first... We all went back in. I watched the beginning. So yeah. I have now I have seen the opening scroll. So you've seen the whole movie, and I've seen it just a little bit more than you now. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, sort of yeah, one yeah. point, you'll always one have, three. You'll always have two more minutes of Force Awakens. I don't know. There will be many times I watch this movie and black yeah, out in my life. Me very I know that. Um, uh, look, the movie started, and it was Star Wars, but it was also... I don't want to sound like the promo video where Mark Hamill's saying the classic, you know this place, but you've never been here, or something to akin to that. Because it was Star Wars. There were troops in white armor there were laser bolts there were swords made of lasers but there were all new people behind it and oh to anyone listening that hasn't seen it yet uh, i don't know why you're listening we told you not again to. but but warning. when you do see force awakens don't see it in 3d don't see it in 3d now it, like, we, it doesn't look terrible it just it doesn't look it just, just doesn't look like a classic star wars yeah, movie look at look when, i'm a when, snob. We, when we snuck in next door and saw it in 2d it looked amazing it now we had no good. choice but to see this in 3d there was a huge i don't know if we've spoken about in this podcast but there was a huge fucking crazy it was like Beatles tickets went on sale or something except if the Beatles tickets went on sale and said we won't say which city they're playing in we won't say where they're playing and we won't say where you'll be so it was really hard it was zero information we well, had to I like to, to put song. on 3D glasses before I listen to the Beatles yeah I do too I mean it makes them you know the music uh, more vibrant but anyway we saw it in the, an IMAX 3D which was not our theatre of choice but you know we, we didn't uh it wasn't shot in 3D. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very Nazi like purist. I'll, I'll like go to the IMDb credits right. and see what it was shot on. Let's talk about the movie. I'm about to pass out on your couch. So look, it's Star Wars. 
it's complete Star Wars. It's something you know. You the beats are so Star Wars. The beats are a new hope. I mean, there's a desert planet. I think we should talk about the most important thing about this movie. And what's that? It didn't fucking suck. Oh, it was amazing. It didn't even close to suck. It was just... Like, it I, was just a really, really great, fun movie that I, like, <laughs> that I can't wait. Like, it, it's such a worthy... So rewatchable. Like, I would ha- just as easily make this the first movie Archie sees when he sees like, a Star Wars movie than the first one. It's... Because it was just... I, I, like, I know someone listening to the purist would be like, fuck you. Yeah. But... Look, there was there was some fan service. Archie's my son, by the way, if you don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's not just some random man we know. No, no, no like, Archie the comic book character. It's not a guy we've kidnapped and kept in a basement for 10 years. And we're like, I think that'll be Archie's first film now. <laughs> uh, look, it's Star Wars. It, I laughed out loud in a Star Wars. I haven't done that. For a very long, I haven't done that in a cinema at least. Um, I was surprised. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I cried my fucking eyes out several times. Uh, spoiler alert: that was scenes when old characters were in it together. Yeah, certain old characters. Um, but and for all of the old character reveals, like we all, we knew who was going to be in it. We've seen the poster. But for me, the best, most yeah. amazing reveal was the, of the Millennium Falcon itself. Look, it's handled I so thought, well. I reckon that's my favorite part of the entire yeah, movie. That's up there for me. And, um, and got the biggest cheer from from the audience. And I hope every time I go see this again in the, I mean, in, in look, the cinema, people will keep cheering because it's just such a fucking great movie. Yeah. Moment. So look, it's kind of like it. It well, we know for a fact it's set thirty years after Return of the Jedi, and it doesn't really care to explain too much of what's happened then. All we know is... And they're like we're saying, we're getting to spoiler territory. All we know is Luke Skywalker is missing. That is the first sentence of the scroll. Very blunt. So automatically, we know, okay, he's gone. Then we're introduced to these new factions. It says the Empire has become the First Order. And there's the Republic, which we knew from the prequels. The Republic's still around, but with the Republic's permission, I think it said General Leia now is running a resistance. And which makes sense because... In the original trilogy, the Empire was the overarching rulers, and so the good guys were rebelling against that. Now it's the opposite. It's like the First Order, like the small unit, and so the big, the big, you know, the guys in charge are resisting against it. So I thought that was a kind of cool switch. Yeah. Um, there's, it's, it's just like it's very a new hope, and not to say it's like a retread or dero- like you know that's not a put down. I mean, there's a desert planet, someone who's living there who doesn't know about, I guess, their destiny. Yeah. There's a droid with plans that needs oh, to get can we somewhere. Talk about Ray. Thank That's God for Ray. Ray's such a good character. Ray's one of the best characters Daisy introduced Ridley, this year. You, I, I've never seen her in anything before. She's not in anything. She's in like one thing, like she a telly movie. She was so great. Film. She was so well written. She carried she, the movie. It was just, yeah, like what an awesome, awesome character. And look, there are hints of who she is, but we don't, you know, not everything is spelled out. And what I love is, you know, so Larry Kasdan wrote this, who wrote Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And when I, I, I saw the 60 Minutes special recently with JJ and someone's like, how was it writing with Larry? And he's like, look, I was writing scenes and I had to do a lot of spelling out. And Larry would just go, hey, JJ, don't do that. Let the characters take care of it. Like, we don't need to spell things out. When I think George in the prequels, he spelled everything out to the point where it was encyclopedic in parts. Sure. Like, he would explain how a government works and why these people are in charge. This one, it's just, you don't really know. And not in a bad way. It's not like they're withholding information, but they're just like, dude, this is about the characters. You can get into that stuff if you want to soon. We might explore it in other films. Totally. But but also, we don't want to give you everything at once. Like, at the end of the movie, I still don't know who Ray is. We don't know a surname. I thought they were purposely hiding that. We don't yeah. know anything. Um, 
Finn, an amazing character, John oh, Boyega. Finn's, yeah, so great. I, I, I know John Boyega because I attacked the block. Attack the block. One of my favorite, favorite movies in the last few years. But. So he's the uh, defected stormtrooper, which is a great character we've never had in a Star Wars film. We've never had someone who's defected. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing is Anakin Skywalker, but that was more genocide than defect. Yeah. Than defect. So, um, yeah, he's amazing. He's hilarious. Yeah. But not like Jar Jar Binks hilarious. And I liked, you know, the, the touch of like that very dramatic um, earlier on. The, the stormtrooper who gets killed by Poe yeah, yeah. wiping the blood the fingers down, yeah. down one of the first times we've seen face. blood in Star Wars the only yeah. other time is one of the only times is um, Han touches Leia's wound in Return of the Jedi and when Obi-Wan slices off uh, uh, Ponda Baba's arm in the cantina oh my like, god blood played a big part in my one of my other favourite moments of the movie which oh yeah is the fantastic lightsaber battle at the end fuck when Kylo Ren keeps punching himself, and so, is, so we're, this is going to be a mess of a review yeah. show, by the way. So there's obviously uh, right huge now, st- right now, Steel, Steel is probably like sticking to some fucking structure in Melbourne. Not us, guys. Hey, fam, we give it to you raw. Oh, guys, here we go. Scoop, Star Wars. Alexi, are you guys ready for this? Alexi Toliopoulos from Blank Slate Toliopoulos update. And look, you know what they say: keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. That's why we text each other always. We're definitely not friends in real life. Here we go. We just recorded on Henry's phone, so immediately our sound's better. Yeah, definitely. Not sure when we'll release it or if we'll release that at all. <laughs> Got a normal one coming out first. It's like, dude, I didn't ask for your goddamn schedule. All I want to know is if we're beating you. And the answer is yes. <laughs> Man, I don't want to... Can I make the first new Force Awakens reference? That was so Kylo Ren of us. <laughs> uh, can we please talk about Kylo Ren? Yeah, of course. We can, we can talk about anything. So, look, if you don't know who Kylo Force Ren Awakens, is, you've, uh, you definitely have never listened to an episode of Hey Fam and... You are just, yeah, Kylo Ren, the villain. And and idiots were speculating that Kylo Ren was going to be Luke Skywalker. I am so glad to say in this spoiler-fueled episode (laughs) that he is not Luke Skywalker. Do you want to know who he is? He's Kylo fucking Ren, a.k.a. Ben Solo. He's Han Solo and Princess Leia's goddamn son. Who fucked up He fucked up Luke So what we know, didn't really say, we don't get too much, but from what we can gather, Luke... Trained him at some stage. Luke tried to bring back the Jedi to its prime. He was the last Jedi, as we know. Mm. Which it tells us in this crawl, he's still the last Jedi. So, look, Luke's fucked up. Kylo, I think, from what we can gather and what you've seen in the trailer, he's a little obsessed. And he actually calls the helmet this. He calls it Grandfather. It's very Shakespearean. uh, Which they obviously cut that line from the trailer because it would have ruined a lot. And he seems hell-bent on completing this beautiful, you know, vision of what Darth Vader had in mind. And Darth Vader's kind of painted, I guess, as a a martyr almost, someone who didn't accomplish it, you know, who was, he must have hated Luke, you know what I mean? Like, Luke's the one that brought him back. And so, he's this kind of, we don't know if he's a Sith officially or anything, but from what we know, he is a Knight of Ren. The word is said once in the film by his big bad, who's a bit of a um, Palpatine for this new trilogy, I guess. Yeah, this, which is, which is uh, Andy Serkis's character. We weren't sure what, what, what his role was going to be. And he's when, the guy when he's first who, introduced, you're like, oh, what the fuck? There are giants in Star Wars now. Yeah. But then it turns out to be a massive hologram. Yeah. And I do like the fact we're getting this. We've always seen small holograms of people in the Star Wars universe and that, you know, it's for private messages or whatever. But this is like, it's big for a reason. Like, you know, he's obviously this religious sealot, maybe. I don't know. He's called Supreme Leader Snoke. He must be the Supreme Leader of the First Order, I guess. He called Han Solo and Skywalker by their names while he was speaking to Kylo Ren in a way that it looks like he's part of their past. So in this last 30 years, something's happened. Man. Knights of Ren. So that's all we know. But 
For me, Adam Driver stole it. Adam Driver as Kylo Ren was just just the voice, incredible. His the, voice and 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 even just his like his blocking while wearing the ma- the mask. Yeah, like it was enough. It was emotive enough. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like imagine the movement was yeah great. He pretty much encapsulated the entire character of Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader over six movies in one film. Like yep. the whininess sometimes, the rage. Like there's this scene I love, and I told you there when he basically asks, "Oh, where is this?" He, he's in his room or his chambers, and stormtrooper runs in, and he's like, "So we lost the droid. Obviously, the hunting a droid. It's a fucking Star Wars movie. The droid has plans." Uh, Kylo's reaction and it's one we've never really seen in a Star Wars movie and it, he just gets his you know his very famous three-pronged lightsaber and starts slashing up everything in the room and still has his back to this trooper and just says anything else and it's like fuck Vader used to be so cool and choke people but this guy is like he is like his lightsaber like he's he looks like an- he's like a angsty, school shooting you know? kid yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. but oh. there's an amazing scene between him and uh, his father I don't want to say what happens I don't want to say that. I, I feel like... Not, not, not because you don't want to like re-spoil it. No, because... because you're going to start crying again. I spoke about it in the foyer and I was weeping. I was speaking to my dad. I was like, oh, I can't... And I was like, I actually can't talk about it. Like, it fucking killed me. And to talk about it now, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, fair enough. But, but man, Chewie. Chewie's there. Chewie's there. Chewie, Chewie was fantastic in this movie. I mean, it is very beat for beat and new hope. I mean, there's a cantina scene essentially in this yeah, castle. Well, I mean, like, people... Uh, opt- like, there's going to be a backlash against... Because a lot... Uh, like overwhelming majority of people that are coming out of this movie are going to be like oh my god it's the best it's so much fun or they're going to say it's, it's Star so Wars. great it's, it's the Star, Star Wars, Wars. Star Wars is back blah 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 and then there are going to be people that are like oh wow really and then we'll go see it expecting it to be this actually groundbreaking movie with you know layers and depth mm. and you know blah but blah but Star no, Wars you know, like, it's like Angus how old were you when you first saw Star Wars three Oh, okay, I was going to say, like, I was eight. So I was three. Yeah, yeah. And, but still, when I understood what was going on. this movie made me feel like, you know, I was yeah. watching it when I was eight again. I knew he was good. I and knew he was what bad. I, like, whereas, whereas, like, when Phantom Menace came out, it was like, hey, 
um, pr- want to pretend that you're eight again? Yeah, because this is all this movie is like going to be fun for. Absolutely, but uh, no, this is, this was just I don't know. It was just a really fun, enjoyable romp of a movie. Look, you just touched before before you just went on a, a tangent of hundreds, which we'll be taking. But the um, lightsaber fight at the end, it was like to me, it had the acrobatics not that people were jumping off walls and stuff of say the prequels like really fast beautifully choreographed but it had the emotional weight of like the vader luke saber battle in five you know what i mean like totally <laughs> it's the first time in a long time we've seen not only an amazing looking fight and it looked beautiful it's the scene you kind of seen in the trailer with the snow falling and though funnily enough that shot from the trailer where from behind kylo ren lighting up his uh saber the one that the first teaser not in the film uh no it is in the film but it's- from another angle isn't it no? Isn't that part of the montage that Ray sees when she? Oh, you um, might be right. When she touches. Yeah, the you could be right. Yeah, I'll have to watch it again. But I think you might be right. But I was expecting it in that scene. Um, but that that's that fight's amazing. I mean, it's just emotional. It's stark. It's quite quiet in parts, but it's just quite, it's beautiful. And like, so the lightsaber fights were amazing. Like, just I mean, like, yeah, you, you could argue that. Like, I mean, it's yeah, almost a good two hours before you see well, the first well, lightsaber this movie light is up. Really good. Um, well, this movie is really good. Uh, that's not two hours. It's Maybe like, ninety minutes before you see the first lightsaber no, ignite. No, because what's his name? Um, Finn. Yeah, Finn. Dude, the movie's like two hours twenty minutes. I'd say it was like ninety minutes till you saw that. Nah, when the when the planet gets attacked. Yeah. Nah, that was like an hour after that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> time time was not important to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Look, there but, will be but, people that will say that. Yeah, like you said, it's a retread or well, yeah, and because like, I mean, there's a planet destroying machine again. There's totally. X wings. There's but it's like it's an update almost. Well, it's, 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 it's a sequel and Look, it's an update of what it, it's yeah. doing. That thing, <laughs> which Superman Returns would kind of did in a weird gray area, but this time it's like no, this is part of the six. But I also think people can go and watch this, even though it says you're watching the seventh one, like at the start. People are going to watch this as their first, and I still think they're going to have a great time. Like, it doesn't rely on you knowing what the hell Star Wars is about. They yeah. say Luke Skywalker, they, they actually call him. I thought he was a myth. Like, <coughs> it was like, uh, it's hard to say, but there will be people speaking about the backlash. But, you know, George always said, and you know, it's not his film, but the Star Wars films are always poetry. Like, The Phantom Menace is very similar to A New Hope. You know, a kid on a desert planet ends up destroying a ship in the sky. Like, like it's very similar and this is another start of a trilogy there's got to be these you know yeah. these notes played and force awakens it's not better than than any of the movies in the in the first trilogy I, I, for me I, I already like it more than one there are parts oh wow really yeah I've, but there are parts of it that are like like the every fight and every especially all the scenes the in sound the design air, is amazing like, like, there are so many elements that are like just infinitely better than those first. It's movies the best. That are so well done. Like the best air scenes, like you said. Like any time you like Poe Dameron makes Han Solo look like C three PO. Like <laughs> he is an amazing part of the film, and you get that not because every character tells you, but because you see him like doing all these amazing things, like these loops and just dog fighting. Like there's a lot of scenes we've never seen in a Star Wars. For example, we've never seen a daylight battle in X wings because. The technology wasn't there. You know, you needed blue screens uh, back then in the 70s and there weren't X-Wings in the prequels. But this is the first time you're seeing like X-Wings flying along rivers and shooting TIE fighters in daylight. And it just looked so cool. Yeah. Everything's real as well. The practical effects are amazing. Including BB-8. BB-8. Oh, BB-8. And there's a beautiful moment between BB-8 and R2, R2-D2. Oh, like, oh. That was like, that was my, that was my tears. Yeah, that, that was moment. beautiful. And, you when know. R2-D2 turned back on. It's interesting. For no reason, that was really strange that he just suddenly turned back on. Well, but. I think that'll explain it, but it was like a Wally moment. Like, R2 basically, yeah, from but, what I can yeah. gather, like, I, a lot of things were said and it's, 
gone past me because I was taking in so much at once. But it sounds like 3PO said that R2's been switched off, basically. He's chosen to be off ever since Master Luke left. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like he's having a silent protest. Like, he won't turn on for anyone but Luke. It's really interesting. But why did he suddenly turn on? That was the one bit I was like, why? Because someone came into the... Um, came into the area who he hadn't... Oh, Ray. Seen before, yeah. Because she, she never made it to that planet before. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, all right, I'll give you... Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Wait, was she kidnapped? Yeah, she was... Yeah. But she'd never been on, on the ship with R2, right? She'd never seen R2. R2 was never on the ship. He was on that base... And she was being ki- she'd been kidnapped before then, so she'd never been there where Han and Ray and everyone, okay. yeah, okay. Han good. and Finn, good yeah. Theory, trust. So I think there was a certain thing he felt, or maybe it was when this person is, you know, when the sensor goes off, you must awake, because then he's like, "Let's go to Luke, bitch." Hey, we may as well say it. Luke's not in this movie until the very end. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. But, but you I know think what? That's so clever. That he it, says you, it best if he said nothing at all because it's in it's his true. face. This look in Ronan his eyes. Ronan Skywalker. He looks different too. He's kind of got white robes on, which I've never seen in Star Wars. Like really pale. What pale. was he doing when he had his back turned to the to the camera? What For, was he doing? Just Jedi stuff. Just yeah. Jedi things. <laughs> just Jedi things. Just think about prequels. Um, fuck, what else? Leia. Great to see Leia. General now of the Resistance. Yeah, she was awesome. I love her voice <sighs> now as well. Like, like these people have aged gracefully. That's what I yeah. love. They weren't trying to, you know. Man, and, and I bawled when Han and Leia saw each other. And from look. It sounds like they had a real rough time with what happened with Ben slash Kylo Ren. Yeah, um, Kylo Ben. Kylo Ben. It sounds like it really tore them apart because they keep saying... I, it's, I don't know. That's what I got. It's just like Han... So Han's not had the Falcon for a long time, it sounds like, and he's just gotten oh, back to his old ways smuggling. I thinking about the introduction of the Falcon again. The Falcon's the star. Oh, my God. And the, that fantastic scene where Finn and, and Ray are getting away in the Falcon. Yeah. That was my favorite scene, by far. And look, we haven't seen it since A New Hope. Scene. We haven't seen someone jump into the actual gunner and like shoot people from inside. It, has, it was great fan service. And just the, the amazing maneuvering through through the The, the Star Destroyer like, gut. Yeah, it was so... Oh, but, and seeing like all the fallen Star Destroyer and yeah, the fallen it was great. like It was just... And look, there's so some cute sick. fan service in it, like the Sabak table, the you know the holographic yeah, game that lights up quickly on. when Finn, Finn makes a... Finn sitting in the seat where they played the, you know, the holographic chess and he's trying to, you know get a point across and he hits the table and it just turns on and it's just it looks exactly the same yeah it's like stop motion and it's amazing you're like fuck it's here so chewy's great chewy is chewy and han it's just like seeing old friends yep They're, and i love that this was like this was han's movie this is han's like, movie you know, make like no mistake there is like a reason why he's the star of the movie but this is you know i feel like if each of these next three main star wars movies are going to be almost like vignettes for mm. or like farewells for each of these older Luke's characters next. Yeah, and then and then finally Leia or something like that. I don't know. I, just, I mean, uh, I just it, like obviously they don't, they don't all have to die at the end of each yeah. one of them, but like, I don't know. I just I think that's a really nice way to kind of mm. say goodbye to the the older cast. Yeah, I mean, what's brilliant is the last thing we saw in Return of the Jedi is this basically happy snap of best friends. Everyone seems to not hate each other, but it's like there's just been this huge tragedy that's occurred where no one's seen Luke, Leia hasn't seen Han for a long time, like. I'm just trying... I can't wait to find out what that is in episode eight. Like, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Like, he must have fucked up on such a colossal level. So, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Force Awakens millions of more times. Oh, yeah. We just future. wanted to do this quickly and first. And beat Steel. The only reason this is this, we did this. Um, we This week, we were meant to do a best of video games 
Episode. Let's be honest. Everyone couldn't do it. They cancelled. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to do that next week. So instead... Yeah. Um, You're going to get two bonuses this week, yes, aren't you? It's a double bonus episode rolled into one. So, um, yeah, stacks of Star Wars talk coming up before the end of the year on Hey Fam. We've mm. got a best mm. of video games episode. We'll also have a best of comic books of 2015 episode. And maybe <laughs> a special secret episode just for you at the end of the year. That's right. Uh, if I say who up, then you'll probably know. That's a little hint about what that episode's about. But look, uh, Star Wars, I mean, what's your, what's your crazy four in the morning thought? Just I can't fucking wait to see it again. Yeah. I, I'm going to take my two-year-old son to go see it because BB-8 is in it more than any other character. That's true. Look, one thing I wanted to say. Um, there's a lot of fear about this uh, from certain Star Wars fans. And, and while the Marvel Universe and the way they've handled it, its rollout has been fantastic, um, every film kind of looks and has the same feel. Like, it's very seldom that... I guess it's very seldom they've had a big-name director besides Joss Whedon, who's not even a big-name director, I, mm. I would argue, take over a film. But people who aren't known for visual flair now, if anything, besides reinvigorating franchises... Uh, you know, looking at you, Star Trek, looking at you, Mission Impossible. Yeah. JJ is known. He has a particular look. Like, he ha- does have a look for his films. And I've got to say, I was really happy to see that Disney Lucasfilm et al. did not water that down by any means. Like, I'm not saying there's blue lenses everywhere, but it didn't look like a George Lucas-directed Star Wars film a lot of the time. It was totally. quite fast in t- terms of cuts and edits and did some new interesting angles, which you've not seen in the Star Wars, some long takes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I just thought awesome. it was great. You could tell it was Fantastic a Fantastic cinema. I mean... It looked they, beautiful. They really, like, milked the hell out of those fantastic desert scenes. I mean, look, if you're scenes. shooting in a practical place, like... Yeah. Like the old ones and... You well, know, yeah, milking's the wrong word. They just yeah. used the hell they out just of used, it. They just used... Yeah. Great, yeah. It was great. Um, just... Oh, the fan service for me, and you know, people might argue this, but it was never overbearing. I, I don't think it was too much. You yeah. saw the Falcon, great. You saw the table. Uh, what I loved was they used the word minutes, and they hadn't said that for a long time, like until the in the New Hope when the Death Star's approaching. It's like Death Star will be in orbit in three minutes, and, and someone said the word minutes. I was like, yes, this like keeping that as a measurement of time, so they're not making up a stupid like space second or something like that. For me, was a big moment, and also to see. Um, <clears throat> normal numbers when people were using binoculars scrolling because that was always been in the original ones and in the pre and it was like yes they're still using like normal earth numbers like just cool little things like that like imperfections it was Angus, great I loved it like Angus I need to go to bed <laughs> yeah we gotta go to bed look <laughs> I might do an Angus has issues <laughs> I would love that <laughs> I just you, record you this while you with a dictaphone in the bath yeah <laughs> takeaway um, for me I'm gonna say top three things and they, these will change forever but Kylo Ren number one for me okay an amazing new villain we haven't seen in a Star Wars movie before like yep. the epitome of grey um, Kitty's loving it she's hating this um, just the bickering there's just great dialogue and bickering and the fact that things aren't force fed to so you have to kind of go with the character's emotions and flows like I thought that was great yep is that number two for you um, number three the, the fact that we saw Star Wars 7 like yeah. I've never thought that would happen in my life and we've actually seen it and it's nothing I could have predicted I could not have predicted anything that happened in it man and, and the fact that like you know when we started this podcast we were in such such a state of disbelief that we, we were going <laughs> to see Star Wars and can you have, and and, I, and you know I know you had a hard week trying to uh, you know contain your excitement it was pretty hard but I, this crept up on me yeah you you were distracted which I'm sure we'll go into now <laughs> An episode. Oh, I, I can't wait yeah, to talk yeah. about if it. If you ever want, uh, like, the week before a Star Wars premiere to go quickly, make sure you become involved in a Justin Bieber-related festival scandal. Yeah. 
It's like Hashtag who cares Hashtag who cares My favourite meme of 2015 <laughs> uh, Yeah look What about you Do you have any takeaways Top three or even top um, one I mean number one for me is Ray Yep um, Amazing character I, and I think like the, the best character Introduced on in film this year Yep And, and it's someone like, that I can't wait To learn more about And watch grow as a character Imagine like a team up With her and Furiosa I mean that'd be <laughs> <laughs> Um I just want, I just, yeah, I want to see, see her kick ass. Um, number two for me was that they didn't kill Kylo Ren at the end of They the, can't. But, like, I'm so used to Marvel killing the, their great villains. But, you know, like, all their sh- shitty this villains, isn't Marvel. Like, like, Lucasfilm's still got, fi- yeah. actually, it's JJ even said, JJ said, like, I have final cut on this film. Like, Disney did not have final cut. Amazing. It's Star Wars. Like, you can't do that. And you need, like, Kylo Ren is such an amazing villain. I mean, he's kind of what you wanted Anakin to be. Yep. We just and saw kind of Anakin go from zero to 100 real quick and then learn later he had these tinges of darkness in the Clone Wars. But this is like, this is him at peak. I could be either way and I'm fucking savage about it too. And it's just brilliant. He's just, not in a good way, but it just I just said to Levens like when we we're in the cab on the way home, like that's like Columbine Massacre Kid, like right there, like the kid who worships this shitty fallen figure like a Manson or a, a you know a serial killer and he's like worships him even starts yeah. fashioning a helmet to look like his like yeah, yeah he's just a fanboy he's a Vader fanboy psychopath yeah it's yeah. great um and uh look, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what what the fuck's gonna happen to him next will Ryan get, Johnson he... take it away oh man um and then number three for me is my favorite scene from, from the movie the, the Millennium Falcon just it's an amazing amazing I just, I, man that scene that's my favorite scene in in, in like, movies this year you kind of it's a throwaway line it's just even the way it's shot the way it's set up and you just kind of you don't expect it but if you're paying real attention you could probably go oh I know what they're saying because you're getting thrown so much to you at the first time ever you don't see it coming and then you go oh fuck it's the Falcon it's just been sitting there the whole time and it's just and such they, a yeah, cool yeah they, they say like you know what about that one it's like oh no the spaceship's <laughs> that's garbage, garbage. and you, they I just keep even, running like, I didn't even think of, and then of course no. fuck of course it is ah oh, so good it was beautiful and so BB's beautiful. Uh, oh my other favourite sorry I gotta say BB's thumbs up Oh my god, baby, it's thumbs up! Oh my god, and his like ability to like uh, just shoot things out of his body to, yep. to you know. Oh man, well, there's the one Marvel BB-8 crossover that can do everything. He's Spider Man. We learned. Yeah, yeah, baby, he shoots out ropes to kind of keep himself stabilized if he's falling. It's awesome. So good. But his man. thumbs up. There's this great scene, and he has this little like I guess it's like a little flame, a little lighter, and it's a. Just, it was so cute. <laughs> like fuck, I don't. That, that's the biggest thing. I don't really have any complaints about this movie. I'm like, none, it, and I know there, there were some dopey moments, but like it's a blockbuster. Also, like, like pick a Star Wars movie which hasn't got a dopey yeah. moment. There, it's there. I'm not. I'm not saying that's an excuse, but man, and, it, you know, and it is. A fr- you know, a friend of ours and recent guest Lee Tran was saying that you know it was very obviously black and white, but I feel like all the Star Wars movies. But there was a like, black or white. Like, look at Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. Like, there's a guy who had great conflict. This scene with him and his father was insane. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, by the end of the movie, it's black and white. You know, like, we don't know. We have to, I mean, actually, that is true. I, I, like, part of me thinks that maybe the uh, this encounter could. He got fucking owned by I who I think is his cousin. What I want to say. Yeah, fuck. Is that fucking torn too. a new one? Shit, man. Well, thank God the, we didn't record uh, this the the best of movies episode. This week, having just seen Star Wars, because all we would have done is talk about so, Star like, Wars. I just saw with my hours. dad, he was there and he's going home back to Wollongong. He just said, just saw my first post movie Ray walking through the concourse. So it's someone in costume dressed up as Ray. Like, that's Amazing. just so cool. The, the movie's one, been out one of the most popular hours, costumes in the next year. For four sure. hours and 14 minutes, and we've got Ray's walking around. Man, it's going to be the new uh, Ella from Frozen. <laughs> I hope so. Um, that costume. It'll be so cool. Um, another little quick thing to mention before we pass out is. Um, 
HeyFam was uh, recently oh. uh, selected as one of iTunes' uh, best best, new 10 best new podcasts of 2015. So thanks to iTunes. Thank, whoever, and thanks who, to you guys. And apparently we got an email saying that it's not based on downloads. It's based on like editorial. their personal preference. Yeah, so it's an editorial Someone at discussion. iTunes is listening to this right now. And yeah. um, sorry we recorded our first episode having just won this award at 4am when yeah. we're delirious. It'd be great when someone goes to the page and they're like, oh good, a nice little pop culture podcast and it's just straight up 20 minutes of spoilers about Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been listening to Hey Fam. Please enjoy this bonus episode. You can find us at uh, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast and uh, the other thing, I don't know. heyfampodcast.tumblr.com That's us. Yeah, that's us. Go there. Bye, fam. Bye. Fam, 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 fam. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.